Alrighty, boys and girls, welcome to tonight's episode of Sawdust Talk. I am TJ from TJT Workshop, filling in for Kyle. Uh, we got a great show tonight with Joe from JMA Woodworks. Uh, Ed and Sam are going to be on here in a minute, and people are going to start flowing in like Patsy kinds of cool kids are here. Let's see what we got going on. And yes, I'm like three minutes early. What you gonna do about it? I suppose we could sing a song. We, we could sing a song. Hey, Patsy. Um, look at that. Kevin from K-Will is here. Oh, Joe is here. We're gonna try and invite him in. Let's see if we can do it. We'll have everybody slowly coming in look at this macy's here scott's here kevin's here all the early birds hey joe how's it going oh it is superb we are slowly going to be trickling in here i gotta send an invitation to sam and ed should be popping in here in a second when it refreshes hi friends and we hey how's it going I'm going to be over here mumbling to myself and gesturing at the phone like a weirdo as uh, people start trickling in. <laughs> That's okay. Nothing new. Yeah, pretty much. That's a standard issue. But, oh, speaking of non-standard, you guys see I updated where I'm sitting in the shop. I've got yeah. dramatic, attractive lighting, tools and stuff. Ooh, and this stuff is very and stuff. different than your yeah. office-looking space. And there's Ed. Go live with it. Do, 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 do. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. All right. Am I in the right this? place? <laughs> Who's this? Yeah. This thing on. And before the show's over, we're uh, we're gonna probably give Ed a little bit of a hard time because of his milestone today, but it won't be a. <laughs> It oh, won't be a big this. deal. It'll it'll be a very very on. light ribbing because of your your milestone today. That is um, not why I came on here. <laughs> I know it isn't. You're here because you love me, and <laughs> and you've you've just come you. to to profess your your undying allegiance to the People's Republic of TJ. I knew it. We all knew it. Um, Okay, so let's get let's get the show rocking and rolling. Uh, all of our viewers and everyone that's here today, I want to welcome you all to the Sawdust Talk tonight, brought to you by George Supply Co. Uh, Scott over there at George Supply does an amazing job of making sure that makers and doers and builders and other creative types can get merchandise and promotional products and even puts together a web store for you uh, so that you can direct people and uh, helps to get all of your good vibes going throughout the universe. Um, and if we have a decent crowd at the end of the show tonight, he's more than willing for us to give away a gift card. So uh, tell all your friends to hop into this live with you, and uh, we can make sure that uh, somebody can go home with $20 of T-shirt money or coffee cup money. Um, it's going to be some good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and when the show started, I let you guys know that I'm TJ with TJT Workshop. I'm based in St. Louis, Missouri here. Um, I do mostly wood turning, uh, a lot of stuff on the lathe, but I do flat work. Uh, I do a little bit of metal working. I own some 3D printers. Um, yeah, so 
if you can make it or it requires tools, I'd love to chat with you about it. Uh, Sam, you want to introduce yourself down there? Yeah, sure. Hi, everybody. Hi, Joey. I'm Hello. Sam um, <laughs> of Wooly Petals Wood Co. I am a beginner but aspiring woodworker. I'm a sign maker in Calgary, Alberta, in Canada. Down to you, Excellent. <laughs> well, howdy, y'all. Um, so I am Ed Mancini of Mancini Woodworking. I'm out of Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I just retired from the Army. And I am, um, I make stuff. <clears throat> I have CNC. Um, I do a little bit of furniture, a little bit of signs, flags, kind of just a little bit of everything. And that's me. Yeah. That's awesome. And Joey, Joey, Joseph, Joey. Joey. So, I, so in, in, in P from Petrie's workshop fashion, Joey, yes. who the hell are you? Who, who do you so, think you are? Tell us who do you think you are? You think are. <laughs> I, I am a guy that's that's excited to be here tonight and, and honored to uh, to be a part of the show. I, I, I'm here every Wednesday night. I, I enjoy it. So to to be on this side of the screen is it's an honor. Um, I'm Joey Mayberry from Atlanta, um, living in Atlanta now, from Louisiana, with uh, J May Woodworks. So before I get started, I do want to give a shout out. So today is my son, Colin, his 21st birthday. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a yeah. big one. 21. Hey, that's so, drinking age in the States, yeah. isn't it? That's yeah, what he said. He stayed up to go buy a six-pack. Oh, <laughs> for him. Oh, Amazing. Awesome. And then tomorrow, which is in just a couple of hours, my, my little girl will be five. So oh, there's oh, two nice. birthdays. You got that's 365 awesome. days, right? A whole year. I did it. <laughs> Same month, seventh and eighth, back to That's back. That's a lot so. of money and presents. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Absolutely. So wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm Joey with J May Woodworks. I'm from Louisiana. I live in Atlanta now, and uh, I, I got started in woodworking uh, around 2014, 2015. Kind of become official in 2015 uh, with a shirt that said 2015. So um, I started out. Uh, pretty cool story just doing salvage um you know for a while i would see these old houses that were built in like the late 1800s early 1900s and they were being torn down because people would buy the property tear the house down and build a modern day house on this property yeah. and I, I watched these big tracos come in and just wreck these houses and they they just break them into splinters and they load load on the 18 wheeler trailers and they haul it off to a landfill so I'm like man i got to be able to get in touch with with some of the you know, buyers of these properties or contractors and get permission to salvage some of this wood. And and that's how it started. I would, you know, see a sign coming up on a piece of property that said, you know, public meeting, this is going to be demolished. And that's when I'd start working. Who's, who owns this land? Who would I need to talk to? And it, it paid off. You know, I was able to salvage some, some beautiful lumber from these houses that were built, like I said, in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And you've got like true heart pine, like virgin timber that's tight grain, smells good. It's, you know, a lot of oil in it. It's just, it's beautiful. Wow. And um, I, I wasn't a woodworker. I was a salvager just because I hated to see this stuff get torn up. But I was denailing and then selling the wood to other people. And I, I connected with a guy in Louisiana who owns an architectural mill shop that's a, really big uh it's 
period, period millworks, um, the woodwright shop in Louisiana. And he just taught me, he's like, man, you got all this wood. Let's, let's make some stuff and started building tables, kitchen islands, you know, different things. And, and that's where the love was, was born. And, uh, from that point, it just, it took off for me. The great thing is, I mean, think about your projects and buying lumber. I didn't have to buy any lumber. Everything that I built, I built with salvaged lumber from, you know, a house that I had taken down and it had a story behind it. You know, I, I sold tables and I would tell the, the buyer like, hey, this, this house was located here, caught on fire. I salvaged the wood, this, you know, and, and that table had a story. So it was, it was pretty cool. And then I, um, I'd left Louisiana to come to Atlanta. My amazing wife, who's probably watching right now, um, she, you know, got moved here for work. So I, I moved here and, you know, all that good stuff we had. Our, our daughter, I came here. I didn't have a wood shop. So, and I, I wanted to get back into it. And then we wound up buying a house here in Atlanta that had a big basement. And that's the first thing I did. Moved in and boom, cranked it back up. And, you know, the rest is history. My my specialties, what I like to do, what I like to make, I, I like trestle style farm tables built with old wood. Um, I've got a couple of them on my Instagrams that, you know, you can see. Um, the cutting boards, charcuterie boards, uh, kind of the, the I've kind of grown into the art of it. The art being, you know, I can, I can build a cutting board, but I don't just want to build a cutting board. I want to, I want a combination, the right pieces of wood to have an off factor in the cutting board that I make, you know, not just something simple. And that's, that's my challenge. It's like, okay, what, what combination of woods am I going to put together so that this, this is just a pretty board. And, you know, the charcuterie boards, I, I just recently came into some live edge slabs and I had the intention, I mean, they're maple, they're beautiful maple. Um, I had the intention on, you know, doing some other stuff with them, but one of them had a twist in it that was so bad. If you were to, to level that, if you were to flatten it, it would be gone. Like you, I'm you like, know, that big. Right. <laughs> to, to take that twist out. So I'm like, well, I, I'm going to cut it up into three or four shorter pieces and make those boards. That's, some of the big boards that you see me making are actually shorter pieces from that that slab that are phenomenal. They're beautiful, and uh, you know we can we can all lay out wood and make the same board, but the wood is what's going to make the board. It's the eye for the right piece of wood that's going to be you know something special, and that's kind of the art in it for me, and that's where it's gone, and you know that's what I enjoy to, enjoy doing. Also, uh, you know, for customers, I do built-ins, built-in bookcases. I just got commissioned to build a, um, a book, an entire wall in an attorney's office of shelving uh, of bookcases. And it's going to be the old lumber from an 1800s house. And the corners are just angle irons, just black painted angle iron with the old shelving. And it's going to look pretty cool. It's going to, you know, that hint of modern and, and old. Um, yeah. so I'm excited about that. And those projects, they get me excited. You know, it's, it's always, you know, chasing that next one. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Right. Uh, right. Custom enjoyment. That's kind of how I am with you on that. Totally. And you're right. so right about the art of cutting boards. You know, 
a cutting board is a cutting board, but it's also not like right. it's about putting the same no. different woods together in different right. designs. There's so much to it. So you're so right. Yeah. No, I've been creeping through your Instagram today and you've got a spalted maple cutting board that for some reason only has like three comments on it, but it is absolutely breathtaking. Well, thank you. Uh, Another one. I left that one live edge also. It's subtle, but it's the, this, the edges are live on it and it's a, it's a beautiful cutting board. Yeah, no, that's, that's really cool. And that actually yeah. makes me want to start asking you uh, a little bit about um, your drum sander. Right. So uh, in my, my creeps through the deepest, darkest corners of, of your Instagram, it, it looks like your Instagram and your cutting board fascination really starts to coincide with your purchase of your your drum sander. Were you really into the cutting boards and, and doing that or was it mostly furniture before that? Well, I, you know, I was doing some cutting boards and, and honestly, you're right, because without the drum sander, um, I mean, you put so much time into one board. Hand, um, hand sanding, you know, with an orbital sander or whatnot, that it, it actually wasn't fun. <laughs> you know, with a with a drum sander, you probably saw the big maple I just did that I was running through, and you know, I didn't use a planer. I flattened it and everything with the drum sander, and it's it's perfect. You know, it's uh, it was a game changer for me. Um, What's the width of it? Was that the big one with the orange, with the green epoxy, right? No, so the yeah, it's yeah, they're um so those are the live edge maples, right? Oh yeah, I love that one. I commented right. on that one because it's so stunning. Yeah, and you know, the I, I like the sud the subtle epoxy um yeah. river tables, they're cool. I appreciate them. I appreciate the work that goes into them. Um they're not my style. I I like taking the original knots that are breaking out, you know, pull them out and then fill that with the epoxy. And I use um, eye candy pigment because I just love eye candy. Um, and it, there's about three colors that I use, the green, the blue, and there's a, a blood blue, a dark, dark blue. And those seem to go real, real good with the wood that I'm using. Um, but the, uh, the board that I'm running through the sand of the big one is 32 inches long and 17 wide. So it's a big, That's huge. it's a big <laughs> butcher block. And it, you know, it was inspired. My wife is a phenomenal cook. She's, I mean, she is the cook and she loves cooking shows and watching them. And I'm watching cooking shows with her. And I see, you know, these celebrities on TV, they're all using these massive cutting boards. And I'm like that, you know, that was kind of the inspiration. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do a big and, you know, I'm doing a few of them and, uh, they're, they're really nice. This one it, that I, I'm doing now, is going to have a juice groove. I haven't made so many boards with a juice, juice groove. So that's kind of a, um, a new thing for me that I'm going to do that. And I'm, it, it's a little tense because this board is beautiful. And if that, if that router goes array, I don't have a CNC, then <laughs> there's a lot of sanding off to get that out of there. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's going to work out. I'm, I'm confident. I'm optimistic and confident. Yes. So, um, you got this. Yeah. So, um, it's, as a matter of fact, 
it's uh, it's very close. This is so huge, but the pattern—it's really, it's really cool. How thick is that? It's a uh, two and a half. <laughs> Good gracious! So, but I did that in the drum sander, TJ. I, I ran it yeah. through my my sander, and it it did just fine. I had no problems, and it's a uh, you know I've got the Supermax sixteen thirty two. I always wish I'd have gone bigger, but that's my budget at the time. And, you know, I love it. I'd, I'd love one that'd have a big drum sander. You know, um, something about 42 inches would be great. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Everybody but, going crazy in the chat about how beautiful and giant it is. Yeah. Yeah. We always, we always wish that we could have gone bigger in hindsight. Like, we always tell ourselves, like, you, you get right. what you think is, oh, this is huge, a game changer for me. And then, like, a month down the road, you're like, damn it. I'm right. like... 44 inches is not big enough. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is one that I, I just oiled this one tonight. Um, it's still kind of wet. Oh, so, so we get to see the good stuff here. That's oh, so beautiful. The, ah! the epoxy just in the knots. And is that the so. blood blue color? Um, that one's not. So I, I did mix it because the blood blue, when I mixed it, it kind of gave it a trail, almost a shadowing effect that I kind of liked. So, and that's the other thing. I'm kind of experimenting. Still kind of experimenting with some colors and stuff. And that's the fun part, you know. Sometimes it's it's a home run. Sometimes it's not. So, that's the uh, the fun part about all this. Oh, of course. So, I, I have a question for you. So, so going back, right, uh, you had mentioned about taking these houses down, right, mm -hmm. these historical houses, Right. And you're trying to kind of re-salvage this wood and mm -hmm. you're using some of it yourself, but you're also selling some of it back out to the community so right. they can use that wood as well. <laughs> now, being somebody who knows kind of what it's like to take out nails out of salvaged wood, right? I have a huge <laughs> respect for that. What yeah. the heck was that like? Like you're talking houses worth of wood and all the nails that got to come out, like that's a, that's a, deal right there it is it's it, it's a big deal but you know what's cool a lot of the wood has square nails and i save them i have cans of square nails and you know if you go back and do research on square nails there's some that are that are forged made there's some that are stamped out there's there's like a whole history on square nails so it's pretty cool and it kind of awesome. helps it helps to date the wood um but yeah you know sometimes they're in there deep and you've got to you've got to dig into the wood and kind of damage the wood just to get the nail out but um that being said that was one of the reasons that when i went with my joiner i went with the helical head joiner because if i did miss a nail by chance and run it through then i don't have to change all the knives i can turn a couple of squares and i'm back to work like much right. much quicker you know when you've got to shut down disassemble pull knives put new knives in you know that's why they cost more They're, you know, yeah. you have that, that convenience. Um, because if you're dealing with reclaimed wood, you're going to hit a nail. Eventually you just, there's something, something you missed and you're going to hit it. Um, sure. It sucks, but um, yeah, denailing is a big thing. That's why you can sell it much more expensive. You can make more money if you denail it yourself, but there's a lot of work that, that goes into that.
a lot of work and a lot of band-aids. Yeah. <laughs> splinters, no doubt. So I'm not going to cut lead splinters. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to cut Sam off completely, but no. um, there's a handful of questions down in the chat. Yep. Uh, some of them are classic questions. Some of them are uh, unique to you. But I just want to remind the rest of the audience that if you do, guys do have questions, I see a few of them popping up through the chat. Uh, make sure that you hit the little question logo down at the bottom there. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that we get to as many of them as we can before our hour's up. Sam, please proceed. Yes. No, no, I'm done. I was just making a joke that there would probably be lead paint splinters from <laughs> reclaimed wood. Yeah, I've, I've learned, I've learned a lot about the lead paint and uh, yeah. yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's not worth fooling with. No. <laughs> Definitely okay. without a mask. <laughs> so I've got a, a couple of questions about the, the ways that you procure wood. Um, I, I do a fair bit of harvesting urban lumber for, uh, the projects that I do in my shop. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw you have a couple of reels involving a sawmill. Is this on your premise or is this uh, a friend that helps you with this milling? So back in Louisiana, I have access to, to two mills um, where the wood shop that I got started in, that wood shop has a sawmill. They've got a wood miser um, LT15 and basically what they use it for is they get these beams in, they'll denail them, they'll run the beams and the floor planks, uh, and they use the sawmill to cut the blanks for the flooring before they mill it. Um, so I would use that, um, you know, the, the owner who is my mentor, who's incredible guy, um, would allow me to use that. So when I go back, you know, if I have something I want to mill, I can, you know, run down to a shop. That one was an outdoor mill. His mill is indoors. Um, that one, you see me running the big cherry tree. That's an outdoor mill. That's a friend of mine that right down from, so in Louisiana, all of our family's still there. My, my dad, my wife's family, brother, you know, they're all still in Louisiana. So <laughs> I actually cut that cherry tree on their property. It was rotten, but it was a good core. And I cut it down and ran it down the street and milled it. And it's sitting in the barn right now at their property drying because drying times like in, uh, a year per inch. And I cut those in like a two inch, two inch slab, um, two and a quarter. But, you know, Louisiana's hot. It's, it's much hotter for longer. So you can cut that drying time down a little bit. Um, because, you know, back home Christmas, I got t-shirts and a shorts on, you know, it's still. Oh, wow. 75 degrees. <laughs> Not in Canada. <laughs> yeah. I know. But, um, so yeah, that's, that's the sawmill story. Um, I also had access to some sinker cypress. We used to pull it out of the waters down there in Louisiana. I lived down by the swamp and, you know, I milled a good bit of sinker cypress and I have a bunch of that in the barn. I've got a lot of wood there that I need to bring here, but I don't have storage for it. That's, that's my biggest problem. You know, even with reclaiming uh, lumber, it's, you've got to be able, you can reclaim all you want, but if you don't have a place to put it, you know, you're hard pressed. Yeah. So that was one of my biggest challenges. Sometimes I'd have to turn down a house to tear down because I knew that I wasn't going to have any place to store the lumber. And that sucks, you know? Yeah. One of uh, my landlord for my, my brewery business, uh, there's a huge, I don't know, 15,000 square foot warehouse connected to us that is just 
chock full of architectural salvage um, from all over St. Louis. And right. it's, it's real dusty in there. But, I mean, there's people who are looking for it and people who will find it. Right. Right? But you still got to stash it somewhere. Right. So, yeah, no, I, I feel you. And the guys that are a part of our Cool Kids Sawdust Talk chat, they've seen some photos of my pretty obnoxious hoard of wood. Um, that, yeah, and crazy. I believe my wife is in the chat right now. My very understanding and patient and lovely wife puts up with the, the heaps of wood stashed all over our house. So, yeah, man, I, I feel you. Yeah. That's uh, my, my brother-in-law is in there now. He just commented that it's, they, during one of the, the hurricanes, they lost a white oak that like three of us could, couldn't put our arms around it and touch. This thing was massive. Oh, wow. Just a beautiful wow. white oak. Wow. And, you know, because of the size of it and, you know, time and trying to, to get it cut, it just, you know, didn't really work out. And at some point, you know, stuff's got to get moved out the way and got to get moved on. Can't lay there just, forever. Well, yeah. and, and it's a lot to process, right? Like, even if you tried to chainsaw mill that in place, right, you're still looking at, you know, $1,500 of saw and right. heaps of blades and right. tons of fuel. And, I mean, that's just – that's a huge endeavor. You've yeah. got to have Unless, a pretty big, pretty big machine to move that even onto a mill. The mill's got to be big. You got to – you know, there's there's a lot of wheels in the cog to get that on a mill and get it milled up. But if you had to – the right equipment, oh, that thing would have been beautiful. White oaks, you know, that's that's some of the most stable lumber, stable lumber to build with. It, you know, it stays flat. It doesn't really twist. It's it's good wood. So yeah, yeah. you seal that end grain when you lay it out to dry, so it doesn't crack halfway down. But yeah, yeah absolutely. Stop her from checking. Yep, gotta make sure you sticker it proper. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So I'm going to go into the question box down here, or as Sam calls it, the tickle trunk. Is that right? I was bringing that up. I did, I did hear that. Oh, come um, on. Ed, Sam, did you have anything that you wanted to pop in before we start digging in here? Well, yeah, yeah I just quickly wanted to, Ed, I'm going to go first. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, you're good. Even though it's Ed's birthday. <laughs> Is it? For, I did for, it. For 36 more minutes. <laughs> Happy it's birthday. his ninth year into his thirties. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I out? also went all the way down to the beginning of your Instagram um, page, uh -oh. Joey. And my question is: So you started your business in 2015. You joined the Gram 2021. What made you come here? So I went. I went to um, Workbench last year, oh. and. At Workbench, I, I had a great time. I, it was a lot of fun. I was blown away having not been there before, not really being a maker, but not involved in the maker community. I, I couldn't get over how tight the community is. Like there were, there were people just like a lot of hugs being given. I haven't seen you in a while. How you been? You're just, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I can sit here and talk. You know, if you see me at Workbench, I'm I'm a little more shy in person. I, I don't really, I guess I'm not the first to engage. Um, but it was nice just to see that community. And then I heard a lot about, like, I, I don't think I ever did a reel before. Before I didn't even know what a reel was before uh, Workbench. Um, 
you know, I was more of the doer and not really as much in social media. And I had a lot on Facebook. Um, I think I still have a lot on Facebook that I haven't carried over to Instagram. Um, but I think Workbench did it for me, just seeing seeing the Titans. And there's people I met at Workbench who, like, I still stay in touch with. Um, Big Sky Maker, you know, he's always got stuff going on. He's doing good on reels. Just, you know, it's – these are just people who I, I stay in touch with, and I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so I, that's kind of where it took off. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. That actually goes right into my question, actually. So, so you went to WorkbenchCon. You got some pictures on here with, right. with uh, some tall douchebag named Bent. And, uh, <laughs> and you have uh, House of Timber and yeah, uh, April Wilkinson. Lizzie. Right. And um, so going there as a woodworker without a big social media footprint, mm -hmm. aside from like – learning what the community and how close the community is, what do you feel like the actual workbench con can offer to people like me, you know, 1300 followers. I don't have a big follow, you know, social media footprint and I'm still a new woodworker. Like what, what do you think pulled you pulled from that, that others can get from it? So I have a little bit of knowledge going into Workbench, but Workbench kind of just puts it all together. And there's there's great guys in there. Um, you know, I, I'm i trying to think of names here, you know, like John. Um, Mr. Malecki. Yeah. John Malecki. Yeah, okay. Um, there's also Lincoln Street. Uh, yeah. Lincoln Street uh, Woodwork. So, Which is John also. They, Lincoln Street's presentation was phenomenal. He just, he laid out like a successful roadmap on how to do this. And clearly, I didn't take good notes. Um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it, you know, and he laid it out. And um, and there's a lot of things that people can tell you. And, and then you kind of, you know, you go your own direction and try to figure it out yourself with bits and parts of what they give you. But um, there were a lot of classes in there that, um, you know, they, they gave you a roadmap to improve. If you're, if you're doing Twitter, if you do, I mean, if you're doing uh TikTok, if you're doing Instagram, like this is what you should be looking for. And, and they're, they're telling you based off of their successes and their failures, um, like what didn't work, what does work. And, uh, you know, that's a lot of good things to take away um, and come back and, and just implement what they're saying to help your Instagram grow. I And we talked about this the other night, Ed. I mm -hmm. I cannot get my Instagram to go over over 10,000. I'm, I'm convinced there's a guy there with a switch or, or a person with a switch who at nine nine ninety nine like shuts mine down. Yeah, <laughs> these. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else can see it. But uh, you and everyone else, Joey. I'm sure it'll happen. Tormented. You know, DJ, it's like you saw that cutting board, and there's like three comments and hardly any stuff. I can post stuff like that and not get a lot of activity. Post something kind of silly or like a the one on the bandsaw, and I got like 8,900 in two hours, and it stopped. Stopped. It just yeah. three hours later, it went from like 89 to like 8904. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I just I, that's what I don't understand. Like, how does it just shut, just shut off? Yeah. But anyway, um, I'll keep I'll keep doing what I do and try to make it, you know, try to make it better each time. No, yeah. for sure. You got to do it for you. If you make yourself laugh, or if you're proud of yourself, post right. it because you know people are looking and. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? Instagram kind of becomes your portfolio, or just for me personally, right? Um, right. So like, your customers are gonna go, and you might get messages of like a post you did a year ago. Like, I want this, and right. I think that's so cool. So, you know, just right. do it for you first, right? I agree, because you can you can become consumed, you know. And I'll, I'll do Instagram, but at at the end of the day, I've also got orders to fill like things to do for like I've got to put everything down and and go to work yeah. so yes you know it's oh uh, which brings me to a question what do you do for work all right so on my shirt I have a um I have a home improvement company here in Atlanta it's called oh. Jamie Jamie Services LLC it really goes hand in hand with my woodwork because absolutely today you know I, I was you know, doing deck repairs and, you know, rot repair and stuff on a, on a town home here in Atlanta. And uh, most of my, um, most of my clientele are real estate agents that have a house that's about to go on the market. And I'll go into that house and do the improvements before it goes on the market. So that it shows better. It looks fresher from changing the light fixtures, um, changing the plumbing fixtures, tiling the backsplashes just finished one today with a new tile backsplash and new uh, tile on the kitchen floor looks beautiful it's about nice. to go on the market and that's that keeps me busy i i right now i stay two months booked you know I, i've got people that's calling awesome. me and i have to tell them you know hey i want to help you but i can't i had a guy call me today he's got a water leak from his garbage disposal and like i I want to, I want to drop what I'm doing and go help him, but I can't. And, yes. you know, it's hard for me to say no a lot. A lot of times I'll, I'll take on more than I can handle knowing I'm taking on more than I can handle, but I, I want to help people. Like I want to be there. I want to do it. Yeah. So I'm starting to, um, to really rein that back. But to answer your question, I do, you know, deck builds, deck repairs, light plumbing, light electrical, kind of everything. Very cool. And, and my woodwork ties into it because a lot of my customers want a custom built in or, mm -hmm. you know, some custom piece made for their, their home and a uh, mudroom, different things like that. So it, it just, it all goes hand in hand. Shutter repairs. Yeah. Wow. Now you took a, a closet the size of a bedroom and turned it into a bedroom with a closet right? Mm -hmm. in, in your, your posts and, I mean, I, I understand looking at it that like that was the same room, right? But it was it was dramatic, right? How how a, different that that space change was. I had a two bedroom condo that would not sell. People wanted a three bedroom, and they, it was originally a three, but they took the bedroom next to the master, turned it into a big closet with the master. So when it wouldn't sell, we converted that back to a, a mm -hmm. bedroom it sold within two weeks. So that's um, crazy. That's good for me. It's great for me. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. And, and I right, enjoy so, it. 
I need to introduce you to a pretty famous question that gets thrown around whenever TJ's hosting. But it was asked by Kyle. I want to make this abundantly clear. I saw uh, it. Ms. Ms. Mr. Brewer wants to know if you are aware that RoboCop is the best movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. That's because I started it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, you are. You, you are. You are Peter Weller. This is this is my dream. Everything's coming up, TJ. <laughs> so, but yeah, so it's, Kyle, it's got everything. Kyle's, Kyle's probably asking that because I, I gave a, a tidbit of information in my earlier um, interview with Kyle, you know, before all this, where um, I, I was in law enforcement for 25 years. I'm retired from an agency um, just outside of New Orleans, Louisiana, where I did 25 years and retired and moved to Atlanta. So, so you were RoboCop. That's amazing. I was. <laughs> wow, twenty five years. It was a uh, it was a good career. I enjoyed it, um, but I'm I'm enjoying the uh, the next chapter just as much. Absolutely. You have All not right, so. slowed down. That's for sure. And look, my last name's Mayberry. So imagine being a cop in a small town. That's a bit much. Mayberry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for making that comment so that I didn't have to. You saved me a question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't carry um, one bullet. I had more than that. <laughs> That's All right. So send me is asking the real, the real hard hitting questions here. Um, he wants to know who has the best shop lives on Instagram. I didn't want to ask that one. <laughs> <laughs> who has the best? shop lives on instagram oh, oh man no, no we'll give you this easy one you can say it's the birthday boy you can this say it's good. sawdust talk <laughs> i think it's sawdust talk hey. Good <laughs> I fair enough. so i in, in all honesty like i i am a i'm a devout follower so when i came across it i, I guess it was about maybe a month and a half, two months ago is when I discovered it. And I, and I told my wife, I'm like, this is a good, this is a good show. I mean, it's informative. It's, it's just good. And then every Wednesday night, um, now keep in mind, I'm Atlanta. So we're on Eastern time. Yeah. It's, you know, 1136 right now. Yeah. So I go to bed late watching y'all, <laughs> but it's worth it. I, I really enjoy it. Oh, do you hear that Kyle? I a hundred percent agree. That's the only reason I'm here. Same. Same. Yeah. Same. No, I, I got hooked on episode one. I, I saw that there was some St. Louis guy who was, was going to start going live. And I was like, well, I got to see what this guy's all about. And I was like, yeah, no, these, these guys are great. We, we got to be a part of this. Yeah, right. Sure. Sam, do you want to pick a question out of the tickle oh. trunk? Okay, hang on. <laughs> Let me open the tickle trunk. Uh, okay, let's see. All right. Country, how do I select it? I uh, just it? you, you say it. the question and I'll poke it. Okay, yeah. deal. So it's Country Road Workshop is asking two questions. They're cheating. Um, do you have any wormy chestnut and do you have any square nails for sale? <laughs> I should so have read I, that I, before. That's a good I, like DM. <laughs> I don't have any wormy chestnut. So, um, the, the strange thing, like in Louisiana. Everything that I reclaimed was either 
like old virgin growth antique heart pine or cypress. Um, and that has to do with, it, there, there were houses that were made with barge board and it was literally the barge would carry this lumber down the river. And then when it would get to where it was going, not only was the lumber taken off, but the whole barge was disassembled and used. So what? Um, they were and barge board is like 12 to 14 inch wide planks that are an inch and a quarter thick. And wow. these walls didn't have studs. I'd go take a shotgun house down and it was just the barge board, no studding, no studding at all. Um, so nothing, nothing was built out of wormy chestnut. I do have a lot of square nails and I am willing to, uh, to part with them because I've got so many. I just have to grab them when I go back to, uh, to Louisiana and I'll be, ba I'll be going back the second week in November. Well, there you go, friend. Make sure you DM Joey. Yeah, send me a, send me a message so that I can keep it and get back with you. Yeah. And selling them in units of Ziploc bag. Yeah. You want to pick one out of the box? Yeah. So this one's from Kyle. Um, if you could build anything, what would it be? And what tools would you need to buy to make it happen? Or what would excuse you could use it as an excuse to buy tools. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, if I can, you know, I, I think I'm already building it. I, I love to build, um, my trestle style farm tables. It's probably my favorite build. I hadn't built one in a while because I haven't had the wood here in Atlanta and I just landed a bunch of great wood. Um, so here in Atlanta, I don't have the resources to reclaim. So I've been buying lumber at auctions. Um, I just bought 2000 board feet of, um, that's one of my tables right there. Yeah. That rough song is awesome, man. That's yeah. And, and I'd like to talk more about that. Um, but the, uh, the, the lumber that I just bought from auction was um, 2,000 board feet, and I, I paid around 400 $450 for the, whole, for the whole thing. It's out there. It's just you got to find it. You got to find the auctions, you know, bid on it, win it, go pick it up. You know, it was a two, two-and-a-half-hour drive. I, um, I, I bought some maple out of, out of well, north of Charleston, um, $100 a pallet. There's like 600 board feet on this pallet of kiln dried kiln dried sized maple it's and that's what i'm building like the butcher block i'm going through the stack i got three pallets of it um and it's nice. you know it's out there um and was was that rosewood that you picked up from one of these picked, auctions also no the rosewood i paid a premium because i bought it from rockler and you okay, know because it's super pretty whatever you picked you picked you. well that rosewood is gorgeous and it is dense. It is very, very heavy, but it's, it's one of the prettiest woods that I've worked with. And, uh, I've only got like three boards made out of it and I want to do some more. Um, it's really pretty, but, uh, TJ going back to the table with, with the saw marks. Um, so many people, they, they get the old wood and the first thing they want to do is run it through a planer, flatten it and then build something. And, and it's just, you know, when you run that through a planer, you're just taking off all that character, all that, that beauty. The only thing I did to that table was took an orbitable sander and spent many hours just working it down where there's no splinters. It's smooth as can be. The character's there. 
uh, it's got tongue, uh, it's got about five coats of tongue oil. And then I waxed it with, um, uh, bison, bison wax, um, and buffed it. And that thing came out like glass. It is just a beautiful table. Um, and and fact, it did eventually cure, eventually, with five coats of tongue oil. Oh, wow. that would <laughs> That's drink. a lot of waiting, dude. Man, that would drink. When you pour the first coat of tongue oil, it's gone. Like, you rub your hand, it's dry. It just, that wood just sucks it up. It's so dry. It just sucks it up. I'd, I'd feed it the tongue oil until it stops receiving it. Once it mm. stops receiving it, then I stop. Buff it off, get all the excess off, and then move on to my next uh, next stage from there. And, you know, it works real well for me. Um, back then, I didn't have Rubio Monocoat or anything like that to, to put on air with, like, one coat, you know. Um, but <laughs> Somebody's asking if you yeah. waxed on or waxed off. <laughs> yeah, it, Paul. It, it was on. <laughs> on? Yeah, you gave wax, it the Miyagi treatment. <laughs> um. <laughs> 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 so um can't help myself wax on that's that's great <laughs> yeah that's funny so yeah those um that's that's kind of how i finish those farm tables and they come out great you know, it's, it's a good finish i do want to try some other finishes and i think that's the biggest area of woodworking that i'm still exploring still learning about um is finishes i mean there's not just one or two finishes now there are so many different finishes and it's it actually gets confusing. Yeah. Joey, you know, and, sorry to cut you off. Can you go into more detail about the bison wax? Was that what it was? Bison wax? Yeah. Somebody's asking bison it's, uh, what? It's called Black Black Bison. Um, I think the company... <laughs> Jeff's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> All right, am I missing something? <laughs> no, I... <laughs> no, the chat. Just, there the you comments go. are hilarious. Oh, there it is. Okay. So, Liberon, it's a, uh, you know, it's a good wax. That one, that one's leaking. Um, but uh, yeah, it's you know, like I said, it works out well. I'm still learning. I I've never used Rubio Monaco, but it's it's in my future. I can tell you that. Uh, Macy from Sweet Pine wants to know what is the largest monster butcher block charcuterie cutting board that you've made, planned to made, or if you're going to go even bigger once the internet gets a hold of the fact that you're the guy who's capable of making such beautiful, massive boards. So with the, with the cutting boards, um, I kind of like the 32 inch, you know, 17, I would like to go maybe 20 by 32 little bit little bit this one's like a big rectangle where it's kind of more proportion um a more proportion rectangle if that makes sense um the the charcuterie boards this is probably this is probably as big as i'll go because i mean you gotta really like smoked meats and cheeses to fill that thing up. And the thing is, is that like, I've been to, uh, we've had that party at our house right. where, where that cheese board would have been just full. And I mean, think, think of how many dips you can set on that. Oh uh, yeah. And yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta start staging it and then invite Ed down from Kentucky. Cause I think he's closest. Yeah, that's not too to, far away. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. This is, um, drive every weekend. Ah. this, uh, you know, 
this is probably as big as I'll go, but but I mean that maple. Look at that. Look at that character in the green. Yeah. It's, no, you couldn't. You couldn't have cut that smaller, or you'd have been doing the wood a disservice. It was a great choice. Yeah, it's, Joey, it's, just speaking about that board, um, I noticed there's a question. Um, Pricing-wise, are you willing to discuss pricing? How do you price your stuff? So, I think that's an ever-evolving. Yes. Um, I, I've gone to Etsy and just kind of shook my head at, you know, some of these some of these cutting boards. Hey, this is black walnut seventy nine ninety nine cutting board. It's like, what are you doing? You're cutting yourself short. Um, you put so much work into making it. The lumber itself is expensive. And if you're buying black walnut right now, you know it's $13, $14 a board foot. Mm -hmm. Like you sell a board for 80 bucks. You made $20, $15 on the board. Maybe. You know, maybe. I, I don't get that. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, a board, a board this size, you know, talking to my wife and and i you know she's kind of helping me do some of the pricing stuff and considering like what goes into it how much i paid for the slab itself um things like that like that would be around 225 250 you know in that price range for that board um the big the big board that i have that's 17 by 32 butcher block i i see those on you know online like good ones you know 450 500 some of them up to 600 um i'm still i'm still trying to find out where i'm going to be on that you know maybe in the fours somewhere in there mm -hmm. um where do you, you do know. your selling joey do you sell on etsy so, no i don't sell on etsy um so and i had this talk with ed and I, i'm glad you brought that up so i'm in my first art show in louisiana november 12th and 13th it's called oh. the three rivers art fest it was just chosen as one of the top 100 art festivals in the country um they released a list and um that list is published so you can see if there's anything in your areas that are on that list and those are good shows um to get into the show i had to send pictures no name i couldn't have a name anywhere on it it went before a blind jury so oh. there's, you know, a group of people in a room, they look at your stuff and they make a decision whether they want you or, or they're going to pass on you. And um, I got accepted. Um, they liked my Congratulations. work. Thank you. Um, that's huge. So that's why I'm making a lot of this inventory. It's, it's a big show. The show draws, you know, 70, 80,000 people in a weekend. Um, it's, it's a big show. Um, uh. and it's, it's a fun show. And <laughs> You better have some inventory then. Well, my goal, my goal is to He's go. Gonna, with, my yeah. goal is to go with two hundred pieces. I don't Holy. know. I don't know that I'm going to have that. I'm halfway there, and it's in November, so that was my goal. But I'm still cranking stuff out every day. You know, I'm still getting, and I do other stuff. I do spoons. I don't know if you saw my spoons on my page. I do uh, little jewelry boxes and some other stuff. But um, the spoons are new to me, but I like it. It's it's a lot of fun building spoons. Um, Little market tip, lots of different price points for right. the way. You have to have, you know, cheap, impulsive buys and then mm -hmm. your beautiful stuff. Right. And I'm, I have boards that start at $55, $45 on up, you know, higher. So I've kind of got, got everything in there. Um, it is It is a higher end show. I'm excited about that. 
And you know what I don't sell? I, I'm going to come back with and, and do some more shows. I also got accepted into the Sandy Springs show here in Atlanta, which is the end of this month. They didn't notify me until like two days ago. I, nice. I guess I was on a, a waiting list and we're going on vacation that same weekend. So I'm going to have to decline oh. my, my position at that one. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I'm going to have a big variety. Um, I'm excited about the show. It's a nice show. And back to the Etsy question. So me, my, I enjoy interacting with people. So to sit in a tent for a weekend and interact with the people who are going to stop by my booth as they walk by, that's, that's worth doing this job. That's worth doing what I do. I love to interact with people. You don't get that on Etsy. You just sell stuff. Yeah. Um, so I really want to focus more on shows all over and do some of that stuff. And, you know, if I don't, if I don't make a mint doing it, I'm going to make friends. I'm going to meet new people. I'm going to develop new relationships. And that's, that's what life's about. You know, that's, yeah, that's, what's good for me. Good for you. Right. Heck yeah. All right. Well, we've got about 10 minutes left in the show. Do we want to go lightning round? Yeah, sure. Do we, do we go into the tickle trunk and then we just start knocking them out? Uh, 1116 Woodworks needs to know, is a hot dog a sandwich or a taco? Um, taco. Good answer. Right. 1116 Woodworks, all-out Sander Battle Royale. Which brand comes out on top? Uh, Festool. I have the Festool, Sander, and Vacuum, and it's game changer for me. My shop is so much cleaner. What's your and your wife's favorite cooking show? So Chip and Joanne, we, we like to watch Magnolia Channel and you know Joanne does some good stuff. Um, my wife has hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> but she's good at it. My my brother in law is a chef that's just in their family. It's it's incredible. Mm. Nice. Kyle wants to know if you're going to workbench con next year this this next year absolutely spring. i'm in and luckily since i'm in atlanta it's workbench is only like three miles from my house yeah it's, yeah. it's super close Dumble home <laughs> um so this one's a little bit of a longer question but we're gonna ask it anyway patsy uh wants to know what's your uh dream project that you would like to make for you that's good. Um, you know, it's, it's funny to ask that because I'm so in the mindset of customer builds out build outs and like all the things that I have in the works for customers that, you know, I, I often think about how I want to redevelop my shop. Like I, I see these people who are in their shops and they're making these, you know, the walls with the, um, the cleats that, you know, you can just hang your drills I would love to spend time and just really do my shop where I can find things because I've, I've got, I think 62 tape measures and I don't know where any of them are. <laughs> what? I put They're them everywhere so I can trend. find them. I put them everywhere so I can find them and I still can't find them. But, uh, <laughs> no kidding aside, you know, I, I'd love to, to really, um, you know, build my own workbench with the vice, you know, that sort of stuff, but nice. I'm so driven by customers right now. It's hard to think about. Yeah. 
Cool. Uh, it's a healthy problem to have, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Macy wants to know uh, what brand of epoxy you're using. And you mentioned eye candy. Are they at the top of the list for you as far as pigments go? So I, I love eye candy. Um, I have some, some diamond, you know, from Workbench. But I always go back to my eye candy. Um, I, I just like it. I think it's the colors are more vibrant. Um, I'm using Total Boot. Um, and, I, you know, I like Total Boot. Nice. Sam? Oh, I don't know. I lost track of, uh, let's see. We know that this is not your full-time gig. Uh, Close. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite tool? Did we go over that yet? No. Your favorite I, tool? Yeah, I don't think we actually got what is your favorite tool. I, so I'd say my favorite tool in the shop is my joiner. Um, I, I love my joiner. Um, and, you know, if you have a joiner, keeping the feed beds from that little speck of rust that shows up on it is nearly impossible. Mm -hmm. And I'm constantly walking by and, is that, a, is that a speck? Break out the wax. You know, it's <laughs> trying to keep it, trying to keep it nice. Wow. You should look Sounds into the new, the new hotness. You should look into the new hotness of carbon method. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie. Well, I mean, it's. <laughs> you don't have to I, say. I, I got to throw Top Gun out there. You know. <laughs> Top Gun. All right. The original. Wow. I, I saw. I saw the the new Top Gun. The original. Awesome. I, it was good. It's it's good. The original. Incredible movie. Wait, is there a newer one than uh, what's yeah. this crazy? There's what? there's like uh, it came out what like um, what six Tom seven Cruise. months ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Tom Cruise. They, That's the original. You, you have to. You have. Well, the new one's Tom Cruise too. They want you to. Be, they want you to believe a lot when they get shot down, steal a plane from a foreign country, fly the plane out, and then shoot down the most modern plane with an antiquate. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. They, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick before we jump into another question for those of you who are in the audience that are not familiar with uh, how some of this Instagram live stuff works up here where my fingers gesturing where it says sawdust talk and Jamie there's a little arrow that if it's right there um, if you tap that down it's going to give you a list of everybody that's in the room including the four people that are in the show. And I want to make sure that if you're not already following Jamie, there should be a little blue or colored button to boop, poke that. And uh, you can make sure that you follow along so that you can see his submissions and his work as he builds towards that art show. Um, so yeah, let's, let's make sure that we, we do that. Yeah, uh, definitely. I hope to do some then, live feeds from the art, art show. Once I get set up, you know, do some oh, live fun. stuff and showing how the booth Heck looks. Yeah. That's you, know, stuff. you know, I like me some lives. I'm a right. there. I'm coming on All there right. with you. Yeah. So before we get around to raffling off amazing gift cards, um, we have one more question from Kyle. And I think we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but I want to nail down what is your favorite build and what is your least favorite build? <clears throat> least favorite build. It's tough. I don't know if I have a least favorite. Um, some floating shells. 
I, I was building some floating shelves and it just was not going to go the way I wanted it to go. The mitered corners, like it was out of cedar, the, the corners kept opening. Even if I do a perfect cut, it's like the, the corners kept opening. I wanted these floating shelves to be a certain way. And, and now all that cedar is like outside. <laughs> oh, man. I, and I think it, I think it was more the wood than, than anything, you know, getting the right wood to do that. Um, and basically it, there was going to be a, a two by four attached to the wall and then that would slide over the two by four and then screw in, you know, on the top and bottom to hold it. They were, they were short, they weren't that deep and it just, just didn't go as planned. Um, so I, I'll say this, I'll put a spin on this favorite versus special. Um, and Sam, you yeah. saw one of my builds that was really special. And it was the, uh, the memorial flag holder for a Marine that, that died. And the family um, contacted me and said they were trying to get one and it wasn't working out. And, you know, would I make this? So um, I, I jumped on it and made that. And it was, uh, me teary -eyed. it was just a, it was just a special build because the, the wife contacted me back and she said, you know, our kids see this every time they walk by the fireplace. It's sitting on the mantle. Like, thank you for, thank you for doing it. And I'm like, thank you for letting me do it. Yeah, that's an honor. Yeah, that was a, that was a really great build. And I'd never built one before. So, you know, when you, when you haven't built something and it's your first build and it's for something of that nature, you want it to be right. And, you know, did some research and, you know, found, found like angles and, and the size, cause you know, all these questions are popping in my head. Like, uh, all right, what size is a flag? What size does the triangle need to be to fit that flag and fit it snug? You know, all these questions. So yeah, I did some research and found everything and, and I built it and it, it came out great. I think, I think the hardest part of the build was cutting the glass to fit in because I haven't done much glass cutting and yeah, go buy glass, come back and I get a perfectly straight line, but at the very end, it turns on the curve yeah. and it's just enough to see. And I'm like, well, you can't see that. I'm going back to the store. I'm going to buy two pieces this time. So I'll, I can plan for a mistake, but anyway, it all came out, you know, and um, yeah, that was a special build. That's awesome. That's just amazing. Yeah. Um, Ed and Sam, you guys want to ask one final question, and then we're going to probably run just a touch over. I know it's midnight 30 in Atlanta, but uh, it'll be worth it so that we can give somebody a gift card. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so there's no questions in the chat that I don't see, and I'm looking through my stuff. I feel like we covered all of my questions. And I'm oh, so exactly. glad that, by the way, I'm so glad that we touched on your special piece because that definitely got my heart and it keeps like choking me up because it's like so special, right. really, a really special honor that you could do that. And not only that, but you nailed it. Yeah. Thank you. I, mm. And I, I just felt like Purple Heart fit the project. So yeah, it's, it's Black Walnut and Purple Heart and it just, you know, Purple Heart fit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, um, what did we miss? And I, TJ might be asking that, but like, what do you want everybody watching to know about you 
that we didn't cover? Um, I would say that if you do this and you have a passion for woodwork, do what you love, you know, stick with the projects that you love to do. Um, and if there's something that you don't want to do, don't do it, do what you love. You know, at the end of the day, um, you know, there's the old saying, if you do what you love, it's never doing, it's never, it never feels like work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I do woodwork, it just never feels like work. I'll work all day long on home improvements. I come home at the end of the day, run down to my shop. And then that evening I'm working in the shop and it's more of a way to decompress than mm -hmm. it is to work. So I would say, you know, keep it that way. Keep it, keep it to be what helps you to decompress and keep the enjoyment in what you're doing. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that doesn't get everybody ready to run through a brick wall right into their shop. I don't know what will, yeah. man. That's awesome. Uh, my final question is uh, it's sort of a two-parter, which is uh, music on or music off in the shop. And if you're listening to music, what's it been recently? Oh, on. Always on. Uh, I, I'm a Pandora listener, listener, so you know I, I'm I'm a country guy. I love some Luke Combs. I love Morgan Wallen, and I'll use like Morgan Wallen radio, and I'll have it on. Um, and then my tools, you know, they're loud, so I can't hear the radio. So I just ordered a set of Bluetooth headphones. Nice. So excited! I get them in, and my my daughter's taking possession of them. They're hers now. <laughs> oh yeah, that was your latest reel, son. <laughs> It's so funny because she brought me the package. She's like, hey, this is yours. It just came in Amazon. She brings it to me. And I'm like, well, I'm on a live. And she's like, okay. And she turns to the camera and she starts talking. And she's like touching her face and her hands. I'm like, adorable. I just let her go with it. It's hilarious. She's only going to be that age once, you know. And it's yeah. like, it's, right. I'm going to have that reel to go back and watch for the rest of yeah. my life. And she she comes down here and shot. look, she's got, she's got like her own apron. Oh. And, oh, that's adorable. That's um, so cute. My hope is that when I'm gone, you know, she'll always remember, you know, her dad. She yeah. will. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Um. So, the time is now eleven oh three, which means, um, Joey, if you're not familiar, we need you to find a pencil and then to write a number between one and twenty five backwards or forwards it doesn't really matter um <laughs> onto that piece of paper and after you get it written we all have to keep an eye on chat as best as we can it's written. to see how long it takes for someone to guess it are you prepared i'm ready okay chat very very carefully select a number between one and 25 all right let's see all who right, gets ready. it 17 17 <laughs> classic yeah three <laughs> 14, 14. 11, 26, 13, <laughs> 6, somebody missed the memo, 14, 19, 19, negative 17, all right, <laughs> 22, 15, 10, thir 13, 2, 12 and 87, uh, one, two, eight, seven, uh, nine, 13, 47, six. Y'all writing all this down? Two. <laughs> seven, what? How is no one getting it? Two. Can I two, show the number? Nope, not yet, not yet unless four, you saw somebody guess it. Four, 
I kind of did. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. So who? What, what's the number? Way to go. It it worked. It worked. Scott wins. It worked. Well, Finally. Okay. Is Scott send me woodworks? Yeah. I, I believe so, yes. Scott, yeah. Hey, nobody nobody Scott. ever actually writes down seventeen. <laughs> actually that's not necessarily true. Seventeen won like the first three giveaways. Oh, yeah, <laughs> on a, on a piece true. of maple. Which is which is incredible. Okay, uh, Scott, uh, send me at TJT or George Design Co. or Sawdust Talker, whatever. Um, we'll we'll get you a twenty dollars gift card to George Supply Co. and just another kick for Scott over at George Supply Co. Um, you guys got to remember that, like, if you're doing banners or trade shows or art shows, um, I've got one that's straightening out over there on the bench back there. Uh, the prices are good. The product's fantastic. The grommets are really well made. Um, reach out to George Plyco, get you a banner, get you a promotional mug, a hat, a shirt, and some swag, okay? Definitely. Awesome. He's got beautiful stuff. It's so professional. Even just the ability to have your own little online shop through him is very cool if you don't have yeah. a website. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Joey, thank you so much for sharing an hour with us and staying up late on Eastern time, talking about nerdy wood stuff <laughs> with, with a bunch of, as one of my friends referred to us as blockheads because we're all wood enthusiasts. It's, it's, I love that. Yeah. It's pretty delightful. So, um, but, but yeah, man, uh, we're going to be on sawdust talk, same bat time, same bat channel next week. Um, that's 10 PM central. Well, thank you all for thank having me. It's uh, it, it is an honor to to be a part of it. So I I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks so much, Joey. Right. Glad I could be here for it. Yeah. <laughs> also, need, yeah. So we haven't really given him that hard of a time for his birthday. Do we? No. Do we all? I'm not singing because no. I love you, Ed. But no, I'll no, send no, you no, a, no. an audio message later of me no, singing no. "Happy Birthday" to you. I've but but can ever. can we all just point? with our respective cameras at, at where Ed is and, and say happy birthday, Happy Ed. birthday, Ed. Happy birthday, we're poking. Happy birthday, Ed. And happy birthday to, to Joey's son. And then tomorrow, oh, yes. Joey's... No. Well, today. Today, <laughs> yeah. Yesterday. No, Joey's today. Son. Yes, it's today there. Yes. Yeah, Very cool. All right, guys, have a good night. We'll see you next week. Have a great night.